Hello everybody, it's me, Lindsay Rogers. Welcome to the Pro Wrestling Fan Vlog. This is episode number 17. And let's talk about some crazy stuff. Alright. I'm gonna... I'm sorry, but I'm scrolling around t Twitter and stuff and... Uh... What the... Frutus is going on? Hun. Eh... What the heck? Are you kidding me? Well, I, I just want to make sure this is crazy, but I, I don't know. I was scrolling something, and... Holy toilet! The... Oh my god! No freaking way! I was hoping he would this happen. I'm sorry, everybody, but I kind of freaking out. Well, if you guys didn't know, I guess what took place is then National Wrestling Alliance 73rd anniversary show show that happened on Sunday. And I, is this is this real? Oh my god. Title versus career match for the National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Champion? Trevor Murdoch defeated Nick Aldis? Oh. My. Word. Um. Oh my god. That's crazy. I'm uh, I'm I, I'm stunned right now. It can't be. Holy Torlitos. <laughs> so apparently, um. So okay. So let's talk about this. Trevor Murdoch. My word. This I. Knew he would end up being would be champion. I mean, <laughs> this is this is crazy. <laughs> In all my years as a pro wrestling fan, and when I kept when I kept tabs of Trevor Murdoch and his late former tag team partner Lance Kane, I've never imagined in. I've never imagined in my time that uh, excuse me sorry for the burp he has been he has been a three time aim dead in world Former three-time WWE World Tag Team Champion with the Late Lanes Kate. It's 2021, and Trevor freaking Murdoch is the National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Champion. 
Holy, 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 for, uh, oh, holy landscape. <laughs> I'm speechless right now. And what makes me go crazy? Well, what happened was, um, I was trying to scroll through, get Sean Roth's app, and apparently... Hey, um, despite what's been going on, I'm like, this is really crazy. I'm like, are you kidding me, man? I just can't believe this. I can't, I just... What just happened? Did... Did... <laughs> I was wondering, what the heck happened here? I'm like... Did... 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 Did, did something went complete crazy? I'm so... My, I'm so confused right now. Here we go, Ken. Dang it. Holy crap. I'm scrolling through his tweets. Eats. I mean, people who are wishing him a happy birthday because his birthday was, like, I don't know, yesterday. But he shares a screenshot. And it says here, Trevor Murdoch is National Rising Alliance World's Champion. Holy Lance Cade, holy Harley Race. Oh my word. So that's just what's going on with Ric Flair at least. Oh my This is crazy. I mean, like I said, the last time I had know about Trevor Murdoch was when he won the World Tag Team titles. This is crazy. It's just crazy. I can't believe this happened. Like, this is. I, I, I hate to say this. Somewhere, I'm sure, Harley Race is smiling down heaven. That he's probably proud of his student. I mean, after all, Harley Race had won the National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Championship. About a total of how many times? Eight times, really? 
No, nine times. I just can't believe that. How did I miss this? Ugh. So much crap. I can't believe this. Trevor Murdoch. So if you guys don't know much about Durham Rock as I do, well, I guess I'll explain. Trevor Murdoch is by f is I, I all right. Let me explain. The first time when I saw him, he was in WWE, and when he did move with Landscape, I thought you know he was not he was not going to do much good. I guess now. It's, Ever since, I guess, when he cut that promo on uh, Nick Altus, I was like, this man deserves a title shot. He should be champion now. And now he is. And, and believe me. And I guess that's his family. His wife. His boys. Or his kids like today. Got a huge support. And I guess that's like Ric Flair. <laughs> oh, great. I'm sorry I'm crying about this. <laughs> oh, wait, and there's an article about Ric Flair. <sighs> it says here, Ric Flair appears at the, at the National Wrestling Alliance, the 3rd anniversary show. Thanks, Mr. Man says he me has a drink with Tony Khan. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It was written by Gisberto Giz Guzzo. <laughs> Excuse me. Ric Flair made his presence felt at the National Wrestling Alliance 73rd Erd anniversary show. On the 73rd anniversary show. On Sunday, August 29th, Rick, Mayer, bleh, bleh, Rick Flair made his return to the National Wrestling Alliance, giving a speech during their National during the Nas during their National Wrestling Alliance 73rd anniversary event. In it, he thanked Billy Corgan for giving him the platform to come out and speak freely. He thanked Vince McMahon and said, "Even though Vince." isn't probably watching, he'll hear about this. He also thanked Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Randy Orton, and many others. Flair shared his story of his time in the National Wrestling Alliance and spoke about the privilege and responsibility he had felt as their champion. Rick is happy that the National Wrestling Alliance is thriving and says that wrestling needs brands because, it's not, er because not everyone can make it to WWE. He loves being able to go to Mexico, come to the National Wrestling Alliance, and maybe even have a drink with Tony Khan this week. Oh, God dang it. <laughs> if I know what's going on with Rick, he's probably going to be talking about his, uh... <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Uh... I'm pretty sure he's going to be talking about, uh... <laughs> about... What to do for, with the future for his for his future son-in-law, Andrade? <laughs> oh boy! 
Leslie Flair thanks his family and noted how he wanted Randy Orton to break his title record until his daughter, Charlotte Flair, reached that 12th title mark. <laughs> Rick Flair started the competing in the National Wrestling Alliance in 1974 and made a fiction until 1991. During that time, he won the National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Championship 10 times. He was inducted into the their Hall of Fame in 2008. Hmm. So, so, I guess Ric Flair was there. Not only because he thanks Billy Corgan, but I guess he also is responsible for what happened. With his happened with um I guess something happened. And it says here about Trevor Murdoch. It says here an article from Jeremy Lambert regarding about the uh, anniversary show. It says here, Trevor Murdoch reflects on National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Championship victory at, at National Wrestling Alliance 73rd anniversary show. Trevor Murdoch and Nick Aldis's historic National Wrestling Alliance World's Heavyweight Tide reign at the National Wrestling Alliance 73rd Anniversary Show, dethroning the man who held the title for over a thousand days. Murdoch was able to end Aldis' stranglehold on the title with his Harley Race pile driver, followed by top rope top bulldog. Wait, what? He is the Harley Race pile driver? Oh, damn. Appearing on Busted Open Radio, Murdoch reflect on the night. Last night was the dream come true. It couldn't have gotten better except if Harley was there with me. I did it. I'm still in shock. I'm just happy that I made it. I'm going to be able to stand up and look at the people and go, if you work hard enough uh, and don't give up and don't take no, at the end of the day, you win. I wasn't going to allow myself to walk out of this business not knowing that I gave everything I had. If I did lose that, if I did lose last night, it was because as it wasn't because I wasn't the man. It was because it it was because it wasn't me. I wasn't goof- good enough. I proved myself and to the world that I can step on the grand stage age and I can go oh, and I can win. What I do with that is moving forward it is up to me, he said. When he when asked about what he think about thinking before he went to ring, Murdoch comments I was thinking of Harley. I was thinking about Lance Cade. Oh my god. Trevor! 
I was so indirect. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, I'm crying. I was so indirect. I was thinking that I was able to, thinking about that I was about to walk out where, where the greatest eights had been and do my best to create magic. Part of it was, Trevor, don't F up. The other part was to enjoy it, it and live in the moment. The crowd really turned out. I wanted to prove to the world, world that just because I have weight around my belly doesn't mean I can't go out there and go. My favorite line is, don't let that fat fool you. There's an athlete in this body. God damn it, Trevor. Sorry for the car sink and I'm crying, man. After his victory, Murdoch was greeted by his family and Ric Flair. Speaking about Flair's appearance, Murdoch said, I didn't expect Rick to even come out. I was doing my best not to cry. When I saw Rick, I was fighting back the tears. One thing of the things I remember, I was emotional, and Rick said, You are the champion. I popped my head up, and that kind of woke me up a little bit. Like, I finally did this, and I was standing in front of the greatest, his... A National Wrestling Alliance World Champion at the Chase. I couldn't believe it. I had to go back and watch it because it was a whirlwind of emotions. I usually not lost the words. Murdoch said that he'll be on Tuesday's National Wrestling Alliance Power to deliver his first promo as champion on the flagship show. He said he'll be wearing his Sunday's best for the occasion. Oh my god, Trevor. I'm sorry I'm crying about this, but I guess I guess for what's going on with I guess what's happening is Trevor Murdoch was thinking about the two people the two men that he had lost in his when he in his whole entire wrestling career. One of them them being the late Lance Cade who I guess like Trevor misses so much. The other is his former is his former trainer, Harley Race. I mean the last time I and I'll and I'll be honest with you. The last time I saw the last time I saw Harley Race before his passing, um he was actually spotted I, I don't know how much hundred percent I could say this, but when I saw him he was in a wheelchair, and he got a photo with Chris Hero. And then his passing happened. And sure enough, I couldn't believe that happened. And now Trevor Murdoch winning that title. And he's thinking about Harley Race and Lance Cade. Definitely deserves this, man. He definitely deserves this. <laughs> I I couldn't believe this. <sighs> oh. 
I'm sorry I'm crying so much, but yeah. Excuse me. I'm sorry I'm burping and crying because uh, I, I couldn't believe what I had found out. And I'm reading how the, how this happened, what went down. And it says here, The two brawl at ringtime before Trevor sends Nick over the railing, and the two brawl off through the crowd before Nick slams Trevor on the stage and drags him back in the ring. Trevor comes back with right hands and, and beats Nick down before Nick catches him with a boot and hits the, an Olympic slam before hitting a desperate and chops in the corner. Nick pokes Trevor in the eyes before Trevor tossed him off the top row and Nick counters a missile drop kick before Trevor counters a, fig a figure four <laughs> counters before Trevor counters a figure four into one of his own. Nick gets to the ropes before the break ache before Trevor runs into the post and Nick's locked in an abominable stretch, indomitable stretch, before Trevor gets free and, and hip tots Nick. Nick and the referee gets into a shoving match before Trevor sends Nick to the uh, the referee and hits a side out power bomb, sit out power bomb before Nick low blows him. <gasps> oh, jeez, but wait, a sit out power bomb? Oh my God, I'm sorry, I'm not to cry again. But wasn't that one of Lance Kate's signature maneuvers? Hold up. Jeez. I think it was. Sit up, powerbomb before Nick Globo's him. That was, that was, that was one of Lance Cade's maneuvers. Jeez, Trevor, holy crap! Trevor rolls out of the ring before Nick hits an axe handle off the top ring and argues with Trevor's son, and in the crowd before sending Trevor into the post repeatedly. Alright, I forgot it's a son and a daughter. Not two sons, sorry. I don't know what I'm thinking. Argus was Trevor's son in the crowd before sending Trevor into the post. Nick lies Trevor on a table for hitting a, hitting a diving elbow drop off the top onto Trevor through the table before rolling Trevor back inside for a near fall. Trevor hits a code red for... For a deep two count before Nick hits a tombstone and then diving elbow drop for two before Trevor hits a suplex for a deep two before missing a diving elbow drop. Nick then locks the shoot, locks in a sharp shooter 
before Trevor gets to the ropes for the break before the exchange strikes until Trevor hits a pile driver, a Harley race pile driver, and the diamond bulldog for the pin and the win. After winner Trevor Murdoch defeats Nick Aldis via pinfall to become the new National Wrestling Alliance World Heavyweight Champion. After the match, Rick comes down the ringside and cheers for Trevor before his family gets in the ring and celebrates with Trevor. Before Rick gets into the ring, congratulates Trevor and celebrates with him and his family. Trevor is, con- is congratulated on Mike by Rick before Rick thanks everyone and leaves as the Murdoch family celebrate. Trevor is then Trevor is then interviewed before he gets on the mic, and he said he's going to represent the title and the company to the best of his abilities. Before thanking the fans for their support of him as the company as they go off the air. So he so I'm sorry. I'm about to cry, man. was thinking I can't believe before his match that he took with and he whooped Nick Coltis. He was thinking about Harley Race and Lance Cade. God damn it, Trevor. God dang it, god dang it, god dang it. So I'm sorry I'm crying about this, but I guess you guys want me to explain why I'm crying about this. It's because of what Trevor was thinking about. He was thinking about Harley Race. He was thinking about Lance Cade. And suddenly I'm reading and he uses, he does a pile driver. And he names it after Harley Race. And a sit-out powerbomb that's somewhat, I guess, what Lance Cade used to do. Sheesh. I just, I'm just going to say this. I'm glad that Trevor Murdoch was thinking about them. Both of them. I mean, after all, in his career, when he was in WWE, I mean, Sure enough, I just can't believe hearing about that. I mean, it's somewhat, I don't know. I'm just right now kind of speechless that hearing about this happening. I can't believe that of anybody. (sighs) I guess in the whole entire pro wrestling community knows now how much that
Jeez, <laughs> all because I'm all because of what I'm reading. Holy crap! <laughs> Somebody tweeted at Sean Ross hat saying, "For Lance, for Harley." Yep. <laughs> and of course, this person says Trevor Murdoch still in the league. Uh, yeah, he's still a world wrestler. You moron. Um, somebody also tweeted at Sean Ross Tapp saying, that's a major win. Well, I knew there was always a chance. I didn't expect uh, all this to drop it. Congratulations to Trevor Murdoch. Somebody, some moron tweeted, what the heck's going on out here? It's a gift. Uh, yeah, you want to know? No, Trevor earns it. <laughs> Somebody tweeted, he did his first mentor, Harley Race. It's not his mentor. He's his former trainer. And not just for Harley Race. He was doing it for Lance Cade, too. And somebody tweeted. He did it. He did it for Lance Cade. And somebody replied, and his mentor, the great Harley Race. Nah, guys. To understand what I'm trying to say is, Trevor Murdoch winning that title is not just because he did it for his former train or Harley Race, but he did it for Lance Cade, too. Because after all, all... Because after all, Harley, so it's not just because of Harley Race, but because he had a good, good tag team partner that Trevor had in Lance Cade before his untimely passing. And now, Trevor, Trevor Murdoch, you're the man. And thank you for thinking about Lance Cade. I mean, I was not much keen on him. I will say this. I wasn't much keen on Trevor Murdoch in his WWE run. But, holy crap. Now I can say I'm glad for him. We'll be right back after these messages while I try up cry, stop crying and, uh, think about something else okay sorry oh I look oh boy I guess I should talk about this <laughs> breaking news before AEW dark elevation AEW general manager come on guys it's more than that he's also the president and CEO oh uh, Tony Khan has announced that Hikaru Shida and Emi Sakura are the newest entrants in the Casino Battle Royale on on the AEW All Out buy-in streaming Inc. live September 5th at 7 Eastern, 4 p.m. 
the Pacific on AEW's official YouTube channel before AEW All Out Home Pay-Per-View. So, if you guys don't know what I'm saying, well, it's because huh, what I'm just saying is what's going on is uh, that's just, just been announced because I guess I should talk about this. So, Emi Sakura is officially in Italy, has been, had her first match back in AEW, but under AEW Dark, Evo, uh, Dark Elevation at, on Monday night. Eight. And apparently she was not, she did not, uh, came alone, henceforth she bought Lulu Pencil with her, I guess. Apparently, it turns out Emmy is taking on her real gimmick it, uh, kind of seriously, I guess you could say. And Emmy quote tweeted the uh, AEW Twitter account saying, I came here with air with a purpose. I'm here to save this thing. I'm not here to ask for it. I'm here to, or here to order it. With or without your approval or support, I teach you and save you all. This is your highness. See you at AEW. At, at, hashtag AEW all out. Hashtag ChocoPro. <sighs> I guess uh, Emmy's promoting her promotion. So apparently, I guess what's going on is... And with Emmy Sakura is, I guess she is, is, I guess she is really much establishing herself in AEW. And apparently, if you didn't know, uh, oh, um, Emmy Sakura is acting like she's the queen, and Lulu Pencil is her father. <laughs> Um, and apparently, uh, somebody's talking about, uh, talking about the, about, uh, about, uh, both <laughs> Emi Sakura and Lulu Pencil. I guess I'm gonna have joy. I guess I'm gonna enjoy watching Emmy Isakura uh, being so so seriously being taken. I mean, <laughs> I'm just glad that uh, sh she's really kind of enjoying her time now. <laughs> I guess, and plus, uh, from what I'm reading, I guess uh, somebody's ended up reacting to the, uh, about the, uh, <laughs> about Emmy Sakura and Lulu Pencil. And somebody tweeted out this clip, says, Best Bros, that's the tag team name over in, uh, 
chuckle pro got the move of the tag team of May and uh, Balia Lan Aki who are the they're known as the tag team of best bros <laughs> yeah it's just weird <laughs> it's a weird thing um React to the AEW debut of Lulu Pencil alongside the incredible Emmy Sakura. Uh. <laughs> and I guess it was a three. I guess it was a short three count. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> so. I guess it was kind of a good thing. I guess I don't know. I'll have to listen it to myself probably later. Right now it has like twelve hundred views. Oh, so anyway, and by the way, I seen on M E Sakura's uh Instagram story. Uh it looks like SARS so far, right? Um I think I think uh, Emmy and uh, <laughs> Lulu are joining the coffee and the breakfast sandwich they got at Wawa. Ah, I am such a dork, but it's true. You drank half a cup of coffee for two. <laughs> <laughs> she got a, they both got a breakfast <laughs> As Every Sakura tweeted says, We drink half a cup of coffee for two people. She bought two cups of coffee and spilled one in the front door. <laughs> and joining some breakfast. And apparently, I guess I'm not the only one who noticed it, too. Ew. <laughs> I guess the I guess from what I can tell is from the from the video clip, I know she shared also on her Instagram story. Um, it looks like Lulu. Uh, Girl, I'll come right now. I'll, I'll I'll come right now to Florida and treat you girls all to good some good Wawa food. <laughs> Unless anybody wants to help me pay that out for them. <laughs> um, but it looks like Emmy and Lulu are enjoying some Wawa coffee and breakfast sandwiches. Which, by the way, I can't agree. They do have good food there. Because <laughs> I've been going to, well, apparently, I've been mostly going to to the to the one that is kind of a little far from my house. Not the one that's near close to my house. Um, I'm just saying. But, yeah. Emmy, Emmy, I'm glad to hear that Emmy and uh, Lulu enjoying some good and flawless stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, and they're, um, 
at their uh plate their their uh house in Florida. Um <laughs> Wait. And then Emmy says here, our story finally began. Watch the show, did. Eddie Kingston knows us? Wait, what? What the heck does Eddie Kingston have to do with, uh... Oh, no. Does he? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, this is so crazy. <laughs> so I see that's going on. Oh, I have to listen to it later, probably. And then, of course, um... <laughs> I guess they got the bed, but... Emmy says, we love... Ikea, the matter is not delivered. <laughs> Oopsie. <laughs> Guess the bed frame came. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm going to say this. this I'm kind of enjoying of Emmy Sakura. And I will check her match with... Check her match and earn... And Lulu... Who... They... In Lou's uh, debuting on AEW, you uh, evil dark evil evil. Uh, oh, my tongue is tied right now. I am such a mess. I'm just trying to say is I'll check out Emi Sakura's match with her and uh, her and uh, when and being coming up with uh, Lulu pencil and. AEW of Dark Elevation. Uh, but I guess I guess I'm really happy that what's going on with uh, with Emmy and Lulu, especially their Especially how they're settling in, then and uh, <laughs> I have so too. <laughs> um. So anyway, I will check out their their match and uh, speak about this sooner. Or if I give you more what's going on with the adventures of of Emmy and Lulu in AEW. <laughs> Alright. Sorry. We'll be right back after these uh, messages if it's going to be happening or not. Alright guys, I'm going to make this quick because I'm going to, this might be the third part, but I'm just going to make sure to wrap this up because then I'm going to go into another episode and talk about this because I don't know what the heck is going on. I have no word what's going on and I will explain to you what is going on. First of all, let me talk to you guys about Rikishi. 
So, I just found out just hours ago that Rikishi um, shared something on on Instagram. Um, thanks to MPV. And I ended up sharing this on... Excuse me. On uh, my Instagram account. And it's from... And it's a crime bulletin from the San Francisco Police Department offers a reward in the self in no in the uh deletion of a 16-year-old uh Bayview girl and it turns out it's Rikishi's niece and I think that means she's Jimmy and Jay Uso's cousin Sin. and it says here according to the uh post that Rikishi shared he says here on it says here on Friday, July thirtieth, two thousand twenty-one, at approximately six forty-five p.m., a pew-pew occurred. Or, sorry, on Bertha Lane in San Francisco's Bayview neighborhood, that resulting in the deletion of six-year-old Jada Tofano and the wounding of an adult female. The San Francisco Police Department has authorized a $50,000 reward for information leading to the identification, identification, arrest, and conviction of the morons responsible for the murder. Anyone with information regarding this, this case may contact Sergeant Nico DeSenza. Uh, badge number 485 of the San Francisco Police Department. Uh, <laughs> Police Department. And there's the phone number. If you guys want to check it out, it, just search on on uh, Instagram, Rikishi. And apparently, Rikishi captions this and says, Need your help. They deleted my niece in the Bay Area. 16-year-old and he put in uh, uh, quotations Jada uh, Tofano Please help find these mother freakers. Check it. Spread word. And he heard. I'm trying to understand I'm trying to censor trying to censor myself with the swearing because of this. But please, if you, please, if you can, help out, 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 Rikishi and his family to find the ones who did this to his, his niece and the Uso twins' cousin. Anyway, that's not the only thing. I'm, this, and this is the reason why I'm going to go and end up doing a whole entire episode because I'm going to need my thoughts about this and put this out in an episode, another episode. But apparently I got onto Twitter and there about, I don't know, a couple of hours, well, at least an hour or two ago. And something really just, really is kind of concerning. And because, uh... I guess uh, definitely trending on Twitter there in the United States. Apparently, Daphne Under, 
Unger, 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 who also, who has been wrestling, um, who used to wrestle in Impact Wrestling, um, apparently, the, she went on her Instagram account and said, and done something, she went on to Instagram Live and said something, and she had, said, one of those poops, and she was going to try to self-deletion. Apparently, the whole entire wrestling community is very upset and concerned about her. her. Apparently, a wrestlers like Mick, former wrestler Mick Foley, who tweeted out saying, "If anyone has a way of reaching Daphne under." Anger or knows her address, please help out. She's in a bad personal place and is something to harm herself. I'm sorry. It's, it's, uh, his phone, he said, my phone call went to straight to voicemail. Oh. Um, impact, uh, sorry, I said the wrong thing. <laughs> But AEW star uh, Big Swole tweeted out, Please keep Daphne in your prayers and ears uplifted, please. Let's stay positive and put those vibes out into the universe. Um, a former wrestler goes by the name Crowbar. Or, or he used to wrestle in uh, WCW. He tweeted out, been trained to text, call Daphne nonstop. Her voicemail is full. I don't know her address. If anyone does, please call the police. Uh, here we go. Impact wrestler Suyan tweeted, please put prayers, loves, good thoughts, and positivity towards Daphne right now. We love you and care about you, you, at Scream Queen Daph. I guess Sue is speaking and as herself oh. <coughs> apparently uh, indie star uh, Rick Cannon tweeted and, and saying and, uh, if you have Daphne's info or know where she is please reach out to her immediately please call the authorities she needs help Leva Bates who eats of who wrestles in uh, AEW says Daphne I love you and with a heart um I also saw a tweet from uh, Mia Yim, which I will say since she'll be the one representing uh, uh, WWE. She tweeted out, Please be okay at Scream Queen Death. We love you. We are praying for you. We are here for you. You. Um. Uh, I think I saw another... Ah, here we go. Sue Young retweeted Velvet Sky, and she said, My girl at Scream Queen Death is tough as nails. All my love to you. You are never, ever alone. So many people love you. You are going to be okay, love. You got this. (sighs) I'm glad she tweeted that.
anyway, uh, apparently, um, apparently Sean Sap of Fightful Head does post this and says, um, for those concerned about Daphne, emergency service has been contacted and sent to our most recent known address. I've been told emergency services has been dispatched to a couple of known addresses and are still making efforts to contact her. Her family has been reached and her and have her current address. She moved in the past couple of weeks. Police has been dispatched. And I hope they do. And I'm kind of concerned about this because I do not want to have another Hannah Kimura situation. If anybody remembers about the Hannah Kimura situation, what happened was, is back in back last year, Hannah Kimura self-deleted it herself, despite uh, the wrestling. Um, the wrestling community uh, was very concerned about this, um, especially wrestlers like uh, uh, world famous CB and uh, Sumi Sakai, and apparently wrestling fan artist and also wrestler uh, Tapla. Uh, who also who wrestles at Blue Lotus uh, was calling out for these bullies, please. and apparently they went to check on her, and it found out it was too late. Uh, she was gone, and now I'm kind of concerned about this because now Tapla has found out, and says I hope she is safe. And I guess she knows that Daphne is not well herself. And I think, and the reason why I'm saying this, I'm kind of much concerned about this because I was hoping Tapla doesn't know, but I'm afraid she does know. And the reason why I'm saying this is because nobody should be doing this. And it just makes me very much upset this is happening. And this is happening to a woman who... I remember watching so much on Impact Wrestling, and I probably this, and I'll probably going to do an episode about her, her as soon as this episode goes out. Anyway, so please stay tuned for that episode. I'm not, and anybody who thinks I'm using this for um, getting views, try, nice try. Or I should say, views listening listeners. Even though I've also made a video about this, no, I'm calling out the BS because what happened is somebody is sharing this on Twitter, and despite people are begging to have it taped down, it, they said they refused to. Ew. Um, somebody on Twitter said this, and let me share you the t the uh, screenshot. Uh, what they said because not only that they pinned it on their uh, on their uh, Twitter account and they said here I am not taken down even if this saves even one person's lights it's worth losing all the followers it's worth having no followers at all life is more important than social media what I'm going to do is take a break from Twitter social media often cause things like this not exactly true, my friend. And 
that's entirely lies. You don't know what brought what caused Daphne to go on to to uh go on to Instagram Live and try to freak out everybody because she wants to self believe herself. You don't know if that has to deal with social media. No, you're using this, and in fact, you shouldn't be on social media because you're an unforgivable human being. <coughs> Or more like that, you're a garbage person, said a trash person, and you don't deserve to be on social media. Yeah, yeah. Because if you guys don't know that, uh, for what this person does is he's causing what's known as the as a snowball effect, and because of this, as and he for this individual thinks it's the right thing to do. It's wrong. It's so much wrong, and it also violates Twitter's policy. Apparently, I told my friend Rich about this, and apparently, and apparently, and that's not the only one. I and it's also happening on Twitter. Somebody uh, shared the title, but I actually got the per. I found the uh, account who says to share it. Right, and apparently, when I last checked, it got over a thousand views and I should be tweeting at Team YouTube to tell them to have this uh, channel being taken down um, because it's very disturbing disgusting and even though I had kind of report the video and the uh, account I still am going to end up tweeting this because in case they, anybody else sees this uh, sis. and it just makes me very much upset and angry that this is happening Oh, no! What? Scratch that. Now it's gone over for a thousand. Not only a thousand, it's gone over to two thousand views, <sighs> and it's still at, up. So I'm will send a tweet to Team YouTube to have it take down, because um, this is very disturbing. All I want is that want is this person to be removed immediately. I know most of you guys will probably come and try to defend this, these individuals. Please don't. All right, what they're doing is wrong, huh? To share somebody's pain because of this is because despite this goes against Twitter and YouTube policies, is not okay. It is not okay. Anyway. I am very much angry and upset about this, and I will share this immediately. I will, I mean, I will tweet this out immediately to Team YouTube and see what they're going to do about this. All right. But anyway, guys, I'm just going to wrap this up. Thank you all for listening. Please stay tuned for me telling much about Daphne's run on Impact Wrestling as much as I can remember. Okay. Anyway, thank you for listening. And please support me as you can. Thank you. Bye.